Hello everyone, this is Manuel Lushalap and you're listening to The Believer's Discourse. And here with me I have um, an exceptional believer, a remarkable one for that matter. Someone who, whose faith has been tested and proven and is proven through hops and downs to be a believer of the gospel. He's a, he's a teacher of the gospel and he's here with me to share with us, how we can be examples of the believers. Uh, you know, Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, verse 12, and he says that, Let no man despise your youth, but be thou an example of the believers, that in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Now, I ask myself, how do we be examples of, of the believers? Emphasis on the, a definite article, the believers. How do we be examples of the believers? How do we live a life worthy of the gospel? How do we pattern our lives after Christ? So here with me, Joseph and is going to share with us who a believer is. First of all, I'd like to know, what do you, what do you know, what do you understand by a believer? And who is a believer? Thank you, Manuel. Um, everybody believes something. Everyone believes something. Um, even those who say they are free thinkers believe something. Um, they, those who worship idols believe something. Those who, there are people who believe in themselves. In a place in the scripture, it says, I, uh, those who worship uh, idolatry. Okay? Uh, so everybody believes something. Now, so when you say that someone is a believer, what Apostle Paul said there is be an example of the, the believer. I'd like you to read that scripture in a moment. So you need to be sure we're not talking out of context. Yeah, sir. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation. Be thou an example of the believers. It means that there has to be a pattern. There's a pattern before that Timothy has to follow. Now, this is the, the way God does everything he does. God has a sample, he has a mold for everything that he creates. So when he was gonna make Adam, for example, he made Adam when he was gonna make man, he made Adam and you have Adam's, you have Adam's features which is the features of a man. If Adam, if you find, you want to know an example of a man, you now you need to look at Adam. You may look at everything that the person may have, but if he has maybe a little tail, you know, on his bum, you can tell that there is, a, there is a, there's an aberration. So now, when he says an example of the believers, it means that there were there have been believers before him, before 
Timothy. And for Timothy to be able to be worthy or to be called a believer or one of the believers, he needs to know, he needs to look at those who believed before him, right? He needs to look at Paul himself. Because in a, in a certain point, place, Paul said, he needs to know his life, his conversation, true. his manner, his behavior, his trials, right? Um, Peter, those who were before him, he needs to be an example of, of them. Now, you must understand that when you believe, the believing, the, best, the being to believe now, is Christ Jesus, right? And for you to believe him, it means you have to, to, to move in him, to live in him, and to have your being in him. You can't claim to believe him and retain your normal life, retain your Former conversation, retain your normal lifestyle, uh, your way of dressing, you keep your old friends, you keep your old acquaintances, and there's there's no change because there's this song we we sing. There's, there's a great change. What pre, what 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 the, begins the journey of a believer is the new birth being born again, which gives you a new vision, you see. Now, if you don't have that experience, new birth, you can't even see. Seeing the kingdom is different from even walking in the kingdom. So when you see, you now decide to walk in the thing that you have seen, to walk in the way. You have been shown a way. What you see is a way which is the way. There's only one way in this case now. That man, Jesus, said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So what you see is the path that he has made. You can't build any other foundation outside that. Now, to be a believer means that you need to have his life. His life has to be given to you. Your old life has to be taken. In Ezekiel, he says it will, it will break your stony heart, give you a heart of flesh. It will give you a new, take away your spirit, give you a new spirit, and give you his Holy Spirit. This is the completion of the journey of from justification through sanctification to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The believers were converted. They experienced a life of regeneration. Now, this doesn't mean that they don't have human mistakes or errors, right? Because a lot of people are wont to, to, to pointing accusing fingers. I thought you said he was he's a believer and all of that. Believers are humans. They're not angels. They are subject to like passions, right? So when you begin to talk about the believers, you're looking at those who are the called, 
not just those who are called, those who are the called according to his purpose. The, this purpose is his, is not yours. Everything that was made was made for his purpose. The sun doesn't shine for itself. The rain doesn't rain for itself. The, the wind doesn't blow for itself. Nothing was made for itself. You cannot be fulfilled on your own. You have to be, you cannot be fruitful for yourself, sorry. You can't be fruitful for yourself. You have to be fruitful for the benefit of another. So the believers are to be examples of Christ on earth. They are to, they will be done on earth as it is in heaven. They are to live a life of Christ. That is the only life that is worthy of the gospel. So in their thoughts, in their words, in their deeds, you see, when we speak, begin to speak about thoughts, Abraham said, said, said something. He said, if you can think right, you can act right, then you will come out right. Now, I'm, I'm saying that even before your thought, there's something you, you feed on, information that you feed on. That information is God's word. It's the example, which is the life that we must, we must take in. That's what we must feed on. Because his, his word is the bread of life. So the believers have a specific life, a setting life, which is the life of God. This life of God is a light. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the spirit of the Son of God. You can't be a believer unless you have the life of Christ. That life, he comes into you, it possesses you, and begins to live through you. It begins to see for you. It begins to hear for you. It begins to smell for you. It begins to think, uh, speak for you. It baptizes your, your tongue. It circumcises your heart. It fills you continually. You become his house, his temple. The old man is driven out. Now you become a new creature. The new creation is the believer. And they become ambassadors of Christ on earth. They become samples that worthy of emulation. People who are special, who are called out from the world, called out from family, called out from associations, called out from friends to become the church of God, to become the temple of God. These are the believers. Everything about them is Christ-like. Sure. That's the believer. Okay. Uh, I think you permit me to say that a, a believer is someone who believes God's word in its entirety. I mean, believes God's word completely. Because the word believer now has, has, become, has become like a cliche, almost similar to the way people use Christians nowadays, the word Christian. So um, we have so many denominations in the world today. So many vast number of denominations. People believe in different things. A particular denomination is the doctrine is different from another denominational doctrine. 
and they believe that they are believers. And one denomination probably see the other denomination as an unbeliever because they don't believe what they believe. Can we say that believer in this context is, is relative? Can we say it is relative? Or can we say that there is the believer and those who don't believe the believe God's word in its totality are unbelievers? I stated earlier that whatever God will do, he has a sample. He's not going to do outside that sample. The reason that God became man is to be a sample of to men. That's why, because he's a perfect God, when he became man, he was a perfect man without any sin. True. He lived pure, True. righteous, which is what Joseph typed was a pattern of perfection, right? Mm. Just like Abraham was a type of faith, pattern of faith. Um, Isaac was a pattern of love. Jacob, a pattern of grace. grace. Yes. Joseph was a pattern of perfection. True. So God is not building a zoo. For example, let me put it that way, in heaven, if denominations, this believes this, this believes that, these ones believe that, and you have so many of them, it's confusion. Um, the, those who crucified Christ, they parted his garments. What they believe, what the denominations have is parted, parted garments of Christ. They don't have the complete. Denomination means denial. The, you, you, God elects and nominates his church to himself. When you denominate you are counting yourself out from election, from nomination. I never saw it in that light. Now, to denominate means that you accept some, you reject some of God's word. Is they have some of they take the part of God's word that suits them. And rejects the one that doesn't suit them. The people carry on the way they like. Now, because they're human, they're being, right? True. They have, they sing familiar songs. They speak familiar words. They read from the same familiar book that believers read from. But because they do not give in to wholesome words, 
That's actually the proud person. The proud person, according to God's word, is he that does not give into wholesome words. The believers accept God's word in totality. Now, let me give you a background to, to this. Um, if you're the child of Nathaniel Olushola, right? Yes. Now, now um, you may not really know much about him because you lost him when you were quite young, right? Yes. But every day, as you grow up, as you continue in life, those who know him, when they see you, they see him. Because you are a, a, a fruit from that tree, right? Yes. He sowed you as a seed. Though you are unique in yourself because of your fingerprints, but you are Nathaniel, right? True. You are him. And you don't know about him by reading about him. True. You're, not, you're not just a believer because you read the Bible. It's more than that. A believer because you receive the Spirit of God. Oh. You receive the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is what dictated the Scripture to men who recorded it. If you don't have the spirit in you, the one in print, you will not have. You can't have this Holy Spirit of God and deny that which is written. That's what denominations do. Denominations take a part of God's word and use it for themselves. What they are showing is that they are not is not is not it doesn't work that scripture Acts 17 says in him we live and move and have our being yeah. if he's moving if you are moving in him living in him and have your being in him you will accept everything he says hook line and sinker David said thy rod and thy staff they comfort me yeah. true Rabbanam said that even if he sends me to hell, I, I will him. love him still. I will love him there <laughs> still. So, so when you begin to talk about denominations, they are the they, they remain in the wild olive. They remain, they remain there. They are strangers. They are strangers to the common world. They were never even born. They were never even there. You need to understand how these things come about. Okay? God calls his people out. The church of God, which is the bride of Christ, are they called out from the world, from the denominations, from all of this these things and these places from religions and all of that to himself. The scripture says, come out from among them and be ye separate and touch no unclean thing. Denominations are cages of unclean birds. Oh, that's, that's strong. That's really strong. 
So now, now God said, Christ said, I go to build a prepared place for you. He, he, he said that 2,000 years ago. You think he doesn't know the number of those who are coming? You think he's going, going there to be? There's no, there's no zoo in, 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 in paradise, in heaven. There's no zoo. He's not going to build a place for... To, today you have all of these generations. They believe different things. Those are different, 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 different cages. Different bundles, tears. Different bundles of tears. That's what denomination is. But there is a wheat, which is the original seed that was sown. That's who the believers are. Completely different from denominations. Oh, <laughs> now it, it throws a... a, a totally different light on who a believer really is. You know, because the word believer has become a cliche. It's become so banal that people just use it. People belong, belong to different denominations and they call themselves believers. And you wonder, what do you believe? You've got to believe something before you can be called a believer. And that's why we need to... The Bible said we try every spirit, whether they be of God. We as much as possible, need to know that becoming a believer or being a believer means that we have to believe God's word in its totality, in its entirety. And that's why Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Without wasting much of our time, it said, be not equal, unequally yoked with unbelievers, Apostle Paul wrote to the believers that they should not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. How do we, how do we identify who an unbeliever is? Because we find ourselves meeting with people in this world that we find ourselves, even in the workplace, in our schools, associating with different kind of people. How do we identify? How do we make sure that we are not unequally yoked with unbelievers? Brother said said something. He said that you don't pray for, you don't pray to win soul. He says you, you, you talk to, you talk to, to, to unbelievers to to repent. That's what he said. Now you're not you're not a believer because you are living your own life. God Himself is the light, which is Christ. I am the light of the world. When you have this light. It will testify of him. Now, Apostle John, those who walk with Christ firsthand, he said, try every spirit, whether they be of God, of God whether they be of Christ. He got to a point, he said, if they do not come to me with this doctrine, Say, so don't even wish them Godspeed. And when he says, try every spirit without the be of God, is a word test. Is a word test when you find people who cannot endure sound doctrine. <laughs> Today, when you're speaking to people 
who claim to be Christians, who claim to be believers, they tell you, you stop speaking, talking doctrine, stop preaching doctrine. The doctrine is the word. True. Jesus said that my doctrine mine. is not mine. It's him that sent me. True. I think it was Moses that said, my doctrine will distill as the dew. Hmm. You know, the, there is no life outside indoctrination. God indoctrinates his children. They got the teachings of God is the life of Christ himself. That's why he is the teacher. Now, he is such teacher that he was not just teacher in word and not teacher in deed. He was the word of God made power in the flesh. And so today we live in a world of confusion. You find women on the pulpit. You find women as ordained bishops, women as pastors. Now, the question is, Jesus is the same thing yesterday, today, and forever. Do you think that Jesus made a mistake when he called 12 men? People talk about Deborah, 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 prophetess and judge. Apostle Paul received the Holy Spirit. I have no record of where majority of the men today who are preaching and ordaining women, preachers and all of that, where they received the Holy Spirit. Apostle Paul received the Holy Spirit. He met Christ face to face on his road to Damascus. And you know something? When Apostle Paul was mentioning the heroes of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, he didn't mention Deborah. True. It was Barak he mentioned. True. Very correct. In the Old Testament, which is the God's word is not old. Right? Very it, correct. It, 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 there were no women priests. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Jesus Christ, the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Jesus of the New Testament. Amen. He said, if you do not know that I am he, he shall likewise perish in your say, He is what? Great is the mystery of godliness. He said, God was manifest in flesh. Who was the God that was manifest in flesh? It was Jesus. He was more than a man. The Lord Jesus Christ, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. This is the doctrine this is these are the things that the believers hold on to. This is the life that they lead. The life is influenced by the word. Any life that is contrary to the word, the word of God has to be made manifest. If the Holy Spirit is in you, you begin to live Christ before men, before people, and people begin to see and testify that. He is a believer. He is a Christian. Not because he, he, he goes to church. No. It is a, a believer doesn't mean that 
He's a church goer. He's a church member. Today, if you ask people, are you a Christian? You hear, I'm a denomination. I belong to this denomination. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Catholic. I'm a this. Are you a Christian? That's the question. And this name we even we even call Christians. They were people. They were people who were who it was it was a name of 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 heckling, of jesting. They were people, men who were rejected by their families. Why? What they received is of God, and because it is light, and the world is in darkness. They rejected the light. <laughs> my, my, there's some very great enlightenment here. And um, to all our listeners, for now we'll be saying goodbye. I hope you all were blessed because this is the Believer's Discourse where we talk about how we can be written epistles, read of all men, how we can be an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity spirit and faith and purity till we meet again take good care of yourself and take care of others this is the believers discourse <laughs>